Welcome to In The Trenches, where entrepreneurs, artists, writers, designers, inventors, warriors, and leaders share their stories of doing the hard, creative work that impacts all of our lives. Let the journey inspire you to do something worthwhile, build something bold, and create your life's work. And now, your host, Tom Morgus. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another broadcast of In the Trenches. I'm excited to have Dana Wild on the call with us today, who is a brain trainer, speaker, host, best-selling author of Train Your Brain, CEO of MindAware, an organization currently helping thousands of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and independent professionals to grow their businesses in record time. And today, we're going to kick it off with a topic that I think is pretty interesting, this idea that it's not action that you should be focusing on right now, and it's not action that'll build your business. But I'm going to leave it at that and just say, Dana, first and foremost, thanks for being on In the Trenches with us today. Thanks for having me, Tom. I'm so psyched to be here. We're going to have a fun time. Absolutely. So, okay. So why is it that action is not what builds your business? Well, I know it sounds like really radical. And when I speak, I always lead with that. Like action is not the thing that builds your business. And people are like, what? But here, here's the deal. And think about this, okay? If you have 100 people who are successful in every kind of industry and you ask them what actions they took to get there, you're going to get 100 different answers. Some people are going to say, oh, social media is the way to go. And somebody else is going to say, oh, no, I don't even have a account. And somebody else is going to say, oh, you have to live network. You have to be in rooms. And other people are going to be like, I don't even leave my house. And you got to pick up the phone. And everybody has their own ideas for action. But if you line up those same 100 people and you figure out what is it that they have in common, what you're going to find out is they have a mindset that is different than people who have not reached the top. And so this is why train your brain and mindset is so important to me, because that's the thing you need first. Once you have your mindset, now you make better decisions, you take better actions. You know, the average entrepreneur, what they do is they go out, they're excited, they're fired up, life is good, things seem to be happening, they're having all this success, then they have a little setback. And after they have that little setback, things start go wah, 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 and then they start looking outside of themselves of what should I quote unquote do to make change this. They start taking all this feel bad action, getting feel bad results, and they their business slows. So quick growth comes through mindset. It's interesting. I was just watching a plane ride the other day. Have you heard of this movie, The Founder? Oh, gosh, we got it on our list to watch. It's on it's Amazon good. Prime right now. <laughs> it's good. It's the McDonald story, right? Yeah. Ray yes. Kroc. It's funny that you bring that. Well, good. I won't, you know, spoiler alert. He, you know, he he builds McDonald's into a successful business, right? But I was <laughs> just thinking say. about that. And you're like, yeah, well, what what he did. And it's exactly what I was like, this kind of realization I had as I watched it and thinking about a lot of other you know, whether you look at Zuckerberg, you look at all these like, f you know, famous, successful, big time people, like everything they're doing is like, it's unique by its nature, right? And so it's like the way that he grew McDonald's, like the next, you know, Ray Kroc or whatever, the next McDonald's isn't going to be McDonald's. The next yes. Facebook isn't going to be Facebook. There's going to be different actions. It's going to be a different thing. And obviously, if, there, if there's any similarity that ties anything together, it would be this mindset and the approach that they take to solving problems. Yes. And I think that's really important. So my question to you is, well, what is that mindset? Take it away from there. Like, how do we, how do we approach that? Well, here's the thing. 
the whole world is telling you things like what you focus on grows or you bring about what you think about or you just got to believe in yourself, those things. But nobody is telling you why or how to do that. And so that was kind of the gap, the sweet spot that we filled. And the key piece of information that people need to have is, first of all, this is steeped in brain science. This isn't about what the universe is going to bring you. This has nothing to do with that. This is about mainly the reticular activating system in your brain. Each and every one of us has inside of our head a little part of the brain called the reticular activating system. And this is like a little matchmaker that lives in the brain that sits the mucky muck. Because every single second, like right now, wherever you're sitting, look around your room and look at the, the colors and the sensations and the sounds and the smells. And there's stimuli, like so much stimuli, billions, billions of bits around every day. Well, the reticular activating system sifts through all of that and matches up whatever you're thinking about and whatever you're talking about. Okay, so most of us have had this experience in some form or another. Maybe you've been looking for a new car or you just got a new car, or a different color car, and suddenly it's like that car is everywhere. Or you are wanting to get pregnant or your partner is or you just got pregnant or you just had a baby and pregnant women or babies are everywhere. This is the reticular activating system at work. It's working all day, every day. So the thing we teach people to do with Train Your Brain and I can teach them to do right now completely, the whole program beginning to end right now with you, Tom, if you want, is how start using the reticular activating system to your benefit. Because right now what's happening is most people are looking at their results, looking at their negative results, looking at what they don't have or where they want to be, feeling bad, thinking about it, thinking about it, talking about it, thinking about it, looking at what is and getting more of what is. This is why most businesses only grow incrementally. If you can learn to train your brain, now you can start to grow quickly. Okay. So just to get clarity before, yeah, I do want to dive into that. So we talk about reticular activating system. It's what we are aware of, like what we're, what we notice. Is that the idea? You're talking about the kind of the difference between conscious mind or unconscious mind. The reactivating system is actually part of both, but it's a part of the brain. Think of it like a little matchmaker. It's a filter, a filter, and it works in conjunction with the hippocampus to basically bring things onto our radar. So for example, let's say, you know, you, you went out, you started a business, it was going great, things were great. You started to get a few bad results and you go, man... They're all broke. They all don't have any money. Where are the ones that are broke? It just bums me out. They're all broke. We're doing great, except my clients are broke. Now your brain, and this is basic brain science. Anybody who's gone, I'm a hypnotherapist as well. You go to hypnotherapy school. The first thing they teach you is like your brain likes what's familiar. And whatever you're thinking about, this is important to you. I hear what you're saying. You're saying that all your clients are broke. Great. We'll be on the lookout for more of those for you. And, and this is how now you end up your creative pathways are constricted. So you have less access to good ideas. You start making choices that are coming from a place to continue to get those same results because you're, you're noticing things that are the kind of choices that are going to get you more broke clients. On the other hand, and think about the people you know that are successful, you know, when you talk to people that are successful and it's like, yeah, well, we've just been really lucky. We get good clients. I love the people I work with. I don't even know what I'm doing, but it seems to be working. I know other people haven't had success with this, but it seems to be working for us. I seem to match up. Maybe it's my personality. I don't know what it is. Well, now 
creative pathways in the brain are wide open because that positive emotion opens up those creative pathways. Boom, opportunity, opportunity, opportunity comes on the radar. You start trusting your choices better, you know, because you're making better choices. And so now things start to roll. Now you start to get some traction. But it starts with mindset. And people who are successful, they do it naturally and they don't know they're doing it. So when you ask people, what'd you do to get to get so you know, fast. How'd you do it? I don't know. We got lucky. We started a podcast at the right time. I don't know what did. I tried this method. We were the first in on this method because they don't know. And so all we're doing is deconstructing a process that people who are successful are using, but now you can use it too, but you have to do it intentionally. Okay. So yeah. So walk us through how we do this intentionally. All right. Super easy. Here's what it is. Step one, you have to be the one to bust yourself on the positive or negative thoughts you're having. If you're having a negative thought and you catch it, awesome. Notice if you're in a negative emotional space. We usually know if we're overwhelmed or stressed out or whatever because those go hand in hand. So stay aware, be aware. Am I, oh my gosh, I'm feeling stressed out. What am I thinking right now that's really making me so stressed out? Well, I'm thinking, I'm worried about money coming in. I'm worried about this. If I'm going to make enough, I'm frustrated because I can't quit my day job. This doesn't, I feel like I'm working so hard. What is it I'm thinking? Okay. Step two, make a decision because you can run on automatic pilot and you can continue to be stressed out and thinking negative thoughts or all of that stuff. But just know your reticular activating system, your best friend in your head is standing at attention saying, got it. Are you stressing about it all day long? We're going to give you another helping of that. All right. So if you don't want that, if you start waking up, I mean, you have the wake up step right now. You say, okay, I don't want to match that up. You must find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. So old school affirmations would have said you have to start saying things like, I am a positive individual and my business is growing by pounds, right? <laughs> We're not like that. So, so how can you start to ease in? This is where all the work is. And I can give you some really good specific shortcuts for this step. You got to find a way to start going like, okay, I'm, I'm stressed. I want to chill out. I want to feel better. I want to start thinking different. Other people figured this out. I'll figure it out too. You know, I just need one little success. I'm going to be on the lookout for that. Like you got to find a way to ease that feeling of constriction that's constricting those pathways in your brain and then feel that positive emotion and to keep on moving it on up. We do a thing called a, a rants, you know, it, with train your brain because people rant about negative stuff all the time. You know, they take some little issue, they blow it up into a really big issue and they do these negative rants and they get their negative emotions going. Well, we do the same thing with positive rants and I can tell you how that works right now if you like. Yeah. So just so I get my notes straight. So what was step four again? Yeah. So step one, be aware. Step two, decide. Step three, change that internal dialogue. And step four is feel the positive emotion that comes from changing that internal dialogue. And then like once you hit that, like, okay, you're starting to change it. Like, boom, have you hit it? Or is it like a wash, rinse, repeat? Or is there a way to like... Yes. It's wash, rinse, repeat every hour of every day. That's the whole program. Because here's the thing. I've been doing this 30 years and people think, well, there's going to come a point where I don't have negative emotion. That's not going to happen. You're going to have every day, 
Usually around technology, something happens that puts me off my center too. You know, negative emotion is, this is what we signed up for. We signed up to live in the real world and have real experiences. You know, you don't want to be walking around blissed out all day, but you want to be in control of your own emotions and your own energy and your own business growth. So if you're experiencing, and a lot of new people or people who are just getting started really trying to get traction, this is a big light bulb moment when they start to hear this because they start to go, you know what, I've been doing that. I've been just looking at my results and talking about my results. That's what I've been doing. There's an old saying, imagine more, look around less. And so most of us are not spending that time in our own minds, imagining a positive outcome, feeling good, and then taking action. Because here's the deal. When you feel negative, don't do anything. Don't, don't do what everybody tells you to do, like pick up the phone or push through or do all that because you're going to get terrible results, right? Whatever it takes to shift that emotion so you start to feel better. Once you're feeling awesome, now it doesn't really matter what you do. Anything you do is going to turn to gold. So that's where you start to have those powerful movement forward financially. Yeah. I remember when we spoke, or when I spoke, or when I interviewed you on Authority TV, you talked about this like spectrum that we're kind of on when it comes to our emotions. And I thought it was like really powerful at the time. And I think it's still very powerful. I'd love for you to go through that. And then we'll get to the positive rants because I think that ties into this. Yes. But like, t- tell me a little bit about that like chart or whatever that you have and how we can use that as like a starting point. Yes, I adapted this from a lot of the emotional scales that are out there. And the scale runs the spectrum because all of us have a spectrum of emotions. And the emotions, it starts out in like depression or despair, powerlessness, you might call that, right? The worst of the worst, right? And then you move up into uh, fear or worry. And then you can move up over a little bit more emotional to anger or revenge. And then a little bit more is frustration. And then comes hope and then belief and then positive expectation, and then finally appreciation or bliss. The spectrum is, is that each emotion feels progressively a little bit worse or a little bit better than the one before it. Almost anybody would say, like, if you're feeling really fearful or worried or powerless, it feels better to be angry because at least you feel like you're, you're having some forward momentum, right? At least you feel like you're taking control when you feel angry. But you don't want to feel angry forever. Most would agree that being frustrated feels better than being angry, being a little overwhelmed or frustrated, being hopeful is better. Most ping pong between hope and frustration. So they they get frustrated with their business, then they get hopeful, oh, things are going good, and then they have a setback, and then they're frustrated, and then hopeful and frustrated. What you want to be able to do is get as much forward and emotionally as you can. When I I built my first business from zero to a million dollars in 19 months, and The main reason, the only reason, the 100% of the reason was train your brain. I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was doing at all. Like I did so much, quote, unquote, wrong, like all the ways that people tell you to do things. I didn't do, I didn't even have business cards for six months. Like I was just doing everything wrong. But I had a powerful, positive mantra. I knew things were going to work out. I knew I was going to grow that business for whatever reason. It was really, really easy for me to do it because that's where I was emotionally all the time. Now, having said that, in order to grow, you don't need to be in knowing or appreciation or joy or bliss every day. We, it's, it's not sustainable usually or possible. But if you can keep yourself feeling hopeful, 
If you can keep yourself just slightly over on the positive side of the emotional scale, what'll happen is that feeling will start to pull you into other areas. You know, if you're feeling fearful, those people who are really positive just piss you off. You just want to punch them in the face when they come up and say like, oh, you know, you create your reality. That's because you don't have access to any other emotion. You're right there down next to anger on the emotional scale. That's what you have access to is an angry feeling. But if you can eke yourself emotionally over into a more hopeful place on a more consistent basis, now you have access to those other things, belief and knowing and so on. Does that make sense, Tom? No, I, I think it makes perfect sense because a couple of things that came to mind, and this is maybe tangential and, and not the direction to go, but I also thought about it in terms of like how we tell stories too. For example, like if I want to frame a message that maybe if like I actually did recently talk about like depression a little bit, like uh, in the context of business, like in feeling depressed and thinking like, I hope the story kind of got to that, that hopeful end yes. state. And I, I, I'm wondering if I actually did, the only thing I, I did was actually structure and say like get to the fear and then get to the anger and then get to the frustration the resolve or whatever and and the hope like i think this would be an interesting framework even to just kind of tell better stories to get people to move through that totally if you watch a really good speaker the ones where people leave it they're like oh my god i'm so inspired it's like so it wasn't they weren't they amazing it's always because they are intentionally taking you on that emotional ride the thing we hope to do with train your brain is to teach you how to do it yourself so that you can keep yourself in hope. It's not like eating a Snickers bar and getting that rush of sugar and then dropping. You have the choice. Sometimes it's frustrating because I get stressed out or overwhelmed just like everybody else does, but I know too much now to allow myself the indulgence of feeling bad for any length of time because when you feel bad, I know my brain is just up there going like, yep. Tick, tick, tick. I'm keeping a lookout for more feel bad stuff for you. I don't get the luxury anymore once you get hip to this. You know, you just realize like it's in my best interest to ease myself into a better place. I like that too. And I think it's one of those things I think I talked to you and I, I, I haven't done it. I actually really, I think I will now, but like create like some sort of plaque that has these emotion, this emotional scale on it. Cause I think that was something profound when you first said it. And I hope this is profound for anybody listening to this. Again, I think it's a great reminder. Yeah. Um, that it's you don't have to go from depression, despair to positive expectations or bliss. Like it's not like a snap your finger, finger linguistic programming, posturing. Now I'm, you know, going to feel like a million bucks, and you realize no, it's like that's pretty unreasonable. Maybe it's possible in some crazy, I don't know, maybe like I don't know LSD or something like that, or some <laughs> other experimental drug the CIA used to test on different projects, you know, but other like realistic thing is just get that one step up. And I like that because anybody can do that. You can move from despair to fear. You can move from fear to anger. Like, and they seem like these incremental things, not even necessarily like a positive thing, but they are positive because you're moving away from that, that worst point. And yes, and Tom, you can do it in a few minutes too. It doesn't take long, but you, when you know the system, like you just talked about, perfect what you just said, incremental. And I was thinking about this too. Another person I've been listening to recently talked about this idea that like when you talk about like PTSD or, or, or traumatic stress and things like that, what it really is is just a it's, a, it's a challenge of complexity, that feeling of overwhelm. It's because things be too plex. And when people hit that that point of depression, well, if you do, do the math, it's because there's just, just way too many things. And it's because there's just way too many things. There's too many things to deal with. I don't, I'm not going to deal with any of it. And you get that, I'm just shut off, turning it away or, or worse, I'm doing something bad, right? But it ultimately comes down to this idea of complexity. So I like this too, because then it gives a framework for working through complexity and saying, well, no, at least I can get to this next stage 
and that'll reduce the complexity so I won't be so overwhelmed and I can move my way up this this path. Yes, I love it. I love it. Every, everything you said makes sense because that, that is it. It is if we can simplify things, if we can stay centered. And you talked about having the lack up with the emotional scale, which is a really good idea. A lot of people do that. Another thing that's a really good idea is to just set a reminder on your phone, even to go off four or five times a day, as many as you like, and just have it say one word. That's like a, a reminder word or, you know, be centered or breathe or something simple like that, because we start to run on automatic pilot, we start to run unconsciously, brain scientists and uh, estimate that we're operating unconsciously about 95 to 99% of the day. And so when you can interrupt the process, when you can remind yourself to stay centered periodically, it starts to retrain the brain where you start getting pathways where being more zen, being more relaxed, being more knowing, being more sure, start to become nature. Post-it notes work too. We do a lot of post-it notes at Mindware. <laughs> They're just like little post-it notes being like, yeah, breathe, centered, happy, <laughs> all those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, I love that suggestion too, just intermittently, because it is probably a reframe that we need every now and then, or and I think that's really powerful. And there probably should be an app for that. There is, I bet. And you know, I'll tell you something else too, Tom, and, and people don't believe me this until they try it, but the reality is when you start to get good at this, you actually build your business faster by taking more time off. Because what you start to realize is when I'm walking my dog, I'm building my business. Because those are the times when you you let your brain, you feel good, you imagine the new possibilities, you get the good ideas. You know, so it, it, we, we become addicted to productivity and we become addicted to a lot of these things in this culture that we forget that really big ideas don't come when we're being productive. The next million dollar idea comes when you're cleaning your kitchen, you know, or when you're like hanging out with the at the beach or when you're doing something else. And so to be like a counter voice for this hustle, hustle, hustle idea all the time. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, I think working out like is one of those things that I unfortunately too often ignore. Right. And it's like, nah, that's like the thing I need. 30 minutes at least. And, and that's then, when you get your good ideas, right? I bet you had more good ideas in the yep. shower or mm -hmm. when you're driving or when you're doing something that's not quote unquote productive. It also helps with the organization for me. That's a bigger, just as big a thing for me too. Is just like when I take a step back and can pause, I can say, well, what is the priority right now? Whereas I think that the biggest challenge I, I struggle with day to day is a thousand tasks I could be doing. And sometimes if I'm like working on a specific thing, then I'm thinking about all these other tasks and related to it. And it's like, doesn't allow you to take the step back. Actually, all these tasks that I was just trying to prioritize are actually all low. And the real priority should be up here. And it's not even a task I was looking at because I'm here in this, you know, uh, you know, muddy space of of these tasks. Maybe they're they're good, but maybe it's it's fake, fake news style, like wasting my time on this. <laughs> like, like come on, like why am I <laughs> that's what I'm saying? Like, why am I doing that? Like, why am I worrying about the typography or why am I worrying about this like this? Or am I worrying about this intro or this whatever it is? Like and it's like, no, the big thing I should be thinking about is ma making those calls or it's like coordinating this or setting up this proposal. Like doing like, and it's usually the hard thing. It's usually the thing you don't want to do is probably an indicator in that direction. So now we have kind of this framework, this idea of this emotional scale that we can kind of move along. So talk me through the positive rants because I think that might actually help people like implement that and then get to that next part of the scale. Yes. Yes. I agree. You're such a good interviewer, Tom. You really, you're always so good at synopsizing things and then always remembering to bring things back. I, I love it. Thank you. So, so here's the thing with the positive ramp. 
Step one, as you remember, is be aware. That's the wake up step. I'm in this negative feeling or whatever. Two is decide, do I want to keep matching it up? Step three is where all the work is. This is where we try to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. So think about how would you talk about that situation if you were your best friend or if you were talking to your child, you know, you own it and be honest and move yourself. So let's say you're in fear or worry, you know, and you want to move yourself along the emotional scale. If you're in fear or worry and you want to move yourself on emotional scale, the best thing you can do is kind of get angry. Get a little bit angry because that's the next step over. And it doesn't have to be for a long time. Just start saying some angry sentences. You know, start saying some frustrated sentences. Start saying some hopeful sentences, right? So move yourself along the scale. And to demonstrate, you know, this is a little different than a ramp, but it's also a good technique. It would be like, God, I'm really worried that I'm not going to be able to make rent this month. You know, I'm really, it's really, I'm really worried about it. I'm fearful. Well, I want to start you know, moving that into anger. So I might want saying things like, God, I'm so pissed off at myself that I let myself get here. Ah, oh, God, I've done that before. And I, I swore I'd never do it again. Now, intentionally, intentionally think in your own head and move yourself. Okay. I'm not really angry. I'm just frustrated. You know, it's annoying. I'm feeling stressed out. I'm feeling overwhelmed. You know, I don't like it. You know, I hope I figure something out. Now, notice how I just went to I hope, right? I hope I get something out. I hope I start to feel better. I hope I have a solution. I mean, I have had, I've been here before, and actually it's worked out in the past. So I guess I have a reason to be hopeful because it's not like this is the first time it's happened. And I am kind of, I mean, I've done it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I am, I do have a little bit of hope. Other people have figured it out, maybe figured it out, right? So you can see like, you even feel the shift in your own body just from those eight sentences I just said. Like, I hardly said anything. And you can start to feel the shift. Ranting is a little different. That is what we call moving along the emotional scale intentionally. Ranting is more soothing yourself. So you're feeling down or you're feeling frustrated. What would you say to your friend? Well, you'd say like, you know what? You're going to be all right. It's going to work out. You're going to be just fine. Just take a deep breath and recenter yourself. You haven't been taking as good a care of yourself as, as you should. So just like chill, just relax. Only you can think in your head. Take a moment to breathe. Know that right now your reticular activating system is your best friend and standing at attention. Know that you focus your mind. You can only think one thought at a time. I like that I can only think one thought at a time. That's great. It doesn't feel like it sometimes, but I can see it now that as I say this sentence, I can only think one thought at a time. So now I'm thinking this thought and I'm going to choose that feels good. I'm going to choose something that feels good. I'm going to I know that hope is a good place to be. So I'm just going to say, like, I hope I figure it out. And that didn't land 100%, but it's okay. Like, I know I'm getting better at this. I know I'm shifting my focus. And I like that. I like that I'm understanding now how my brain works. And there are things that I can do. There are steps that I can take to feel better now. And I like that I can feel more hopeful. And I know that it's true that other people have figured this out. And so I'm, I trust that I will too. And it's nice, you know, it's kind of reassuring that everybody who's ever been successful anywhere has been right where I am at some point. Like, you know, that's kind of a cool thought to have. I kind of like thinking about that. I like thinking about the idea that things can change on a dime, that something can come out of the blue, that sometimes things when you don't expect it come out of the blue. And I like the idea that when I feel better, 
I take better action and I think better thoughts and that I have a better chance of seeing those things that come out of the blue. I like using my brain. I like training my brain. I like focusing on one thought. I like feeling better. I like getting forward momentum in my emotions. It's fun to do this. It's fun to feel better. It's fun to feel more positive. I know when I feel positive, I take better action. I know when I feel positive, I'm more fun to be around. I know I make better decisions. I like that I'm giving myself the option to feel better. I like that I'm seeing more opportunities when I feel better. I like I'm making this a priority. I can feel the lightness. I'm already starting to get more clarity. I like saying these sentences that give me more clarity. And just saying that word clarity feels good. I love that word clarity. I'm going to say that word clarity again because it just feels so good to say it. I feel like I'm getting forward momentum. I feel like something might come on my radar right now, by golly, because I'm feeling so good. This is awesome to know that I can shift myself, shift my emotions, move in this direction, keep going. Of course, I'm going to figure it out. Of course, I am. This is not rocket science. I'll take those baby steps. I know what to do. I'm learning with great teachers like Tom. This is awesome. Life is good. So that's a rant. That's how you do it. It's that forward movement emotionally focusing on does this sentence I'm saying now feel good and you know when you get to that place like I was just there and we're just there together now you feel like you can take action now and do good and the action you take will meet with better results when people go through them do they learn to do this and and are there other processes that you take them through yeah, yeah, we have we have 20 mindware experiments and you know there's all sorts of different ways. One shortcut I can give you right now that I think would be really helpful who are new. One word that we talk about a lot is the word but because people are using the word but wrong. The word but is a power word. It's one of the power words and it negates everything that comes before it. So things like, you know, I you had success before but now my business is stalled. Well, now all the only thing your brain hears is, is my business is stalled. It negates everything before it. So you can start to use the word but more powerfully. Most of the world and most of us as new business owners, we're out there looking at all the things we need to fix in ourselves or in our business in order to be successful. And what I would like to tell you is right now you have everything you need to be successful. I don't care if you're shy or you're disorganized or you're not techie or you're a procrastinator. You can keep all of those traits and still be wildly successful. There are people at the billionaires who have all those traits. So why not you? But you have to start thinking about it differently. And this is how you do it. You use the word but. So you say things like, I'm not techie, but my business is still growing. Right. So just add the but and put what you want. I'm shy, but I connect with the right people. I'm shy, but I'm, my business is growing. I'm shy, but I know how to present my product. I'm shy, but people like my style, but I'm developing a following. But that's my signature thing. Right. Whatever it is, just add those positive phrases after the word button. Keep issue any problem you're having. I love it. It's just actually it's another word I was trying to remove but from my vocabulary because I use it all the time. And it's like, that's exactly it. It negates everything else before it. It's in that way, it's a terrible word to use in a lot of ways because I think people don't realize how powerful it is and how it does negate the the first piece of that sentence. So it's like, and I love it from a, a personal mindset perspective. Flip because it. Flip, flip your flip butt. It. I'm not going to get rid of it. I want to use it intentionally now. Start with the stuff that I'm annoyed about or angry about or depressed about. But hey, you know, it's like, oh, I'm tired, but I'm a lot further ahead than I would be if I hadn't started. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can say my business is old, but 
I had momentum before. I'll have it again. But whatever. I mean, doesn't that feel better? I mean, you can tell it this does. is so easy. It's embarrassing almost for me sometimes to talk about this because people are like, really? That's all you did? <laughs> but I mean, it really should be taught like at a young age how we use our words and how words should be used or ought to be used. Because I think there is an ought there that's really important because you sure you can use them any way you want. But yep. power and the... I don't know. Just like think about that. Like that is the simplest way to stay like actually positive, actually like progressively moving forward, which is great for you. It is great for your family. It's great for your community. It's good for everybody. So I really think that is something that actually should be taught. But it's like, man, we're, we have so many bad habits by the time we're talking about this as adults that that's going to be my thing for like the next month is focusing on just that butt and just reframing it so it's always positive at the end. Because then I'm negating all the negative and that's awesome. Then I don't even have to try to get rid of it. I just exactly. have to negate it with the butt. <laughs> and you're going to become more aware. I mean, that's the cool thing. Good for you, Tom, because you're going to start to have that wake up thing. Because once you start to wake up and, you know, you've been noticing how much you've been using it in the past, it's like, God dang it, why do I keep doing that? Or why do I keep talking negatively? You know, so we catch ourselves doing negative habits and we want to beat ourselves up, you know, that we, God dang it, I keep using that word. But now you get to take it. I caught another one. And I can't wait to think about how I'll use it in, in storytelling and marketing as well, just being very particular about it. Because, you know, a lot of people might be like, you know, they look at something that might might be an, uh, an investment that might be expensive. It's like, oh, well, that'll that'll help me get, me get to the next level, but it's going to be expensive. It's like, no, no, no. It's going to be it's going to be an investment. It's going to be expensive, but it's going to get you to the next level. And doesn't that feel good? I mean, oh, my God, it you does. just gave me goosebumps with that. That was amazing. <laughs> And now I'm like going to be paying attention to like all the copywriters who I look at and say like, are they doing this subconsciously? Because I've never heard any articulate this quite like that. But obviously, I'm always still learning here. But I think that's fantastic. So that's a great, great starting point. So anyway, I know we could go on and on and on about this whole subject. But Dana, I want to give you the floor here. Where can people reach out? I, do, I know you mentioned there's some free training you'd like to share. So the floor is yours. Yeah, I think a really good starting point is uh, DanaWild.com slash free training because it's a, about a 50-minute webinar that really kind of lays out the myths that we've heard about building businesses, turn those up and start training your brain instead. That's a good starting point. And then, you know, if you just go to regular old DanaWild.com, you'll see a lot of other places you can play with us there, you know, get on the list and do all that stuff. Because really, it's a, like a lifestyle. This is a process. And it's great for me because job security, right? But it is, it's a, it's a lifelong thing of like going, I'm making the decision to improve my life by leaps and bounds, all based on the thoughts in my head. You know, we live in a culture where everybody cares about the clothes they wear, or the car they drive, or the, you know, house they live in, or all these things. We'll start caring about the thoughts in your head. That's, I want to be like the Jamie Oliver of thinking, you know? I want people to start thinking about thinking and, and changing it. So, yeah, I really appreciate you giving me this forum to be able to share this because I know you get it. It's really awesome. I think it's my favorite stuff. It's like every time I have a conversation with you and I know it's like we hit on a lot of these points, but it's such a good reminder and a good prime. And it's also just such a great reminder. And I know for me, the first time I heard it was like, it was profound. And I think it is still profound, but it's also one of those things you have to just be reminded of. So for anybody, I can't recommend it enough, like your work. I think it's not like a lot of other stuff that might pretend to be something that it's not. Like this is real deal stuff. I know it because... If you're just listening to this and you're like, yeah, play around with some of these, the word choices, you know, play around the sentence structure. Like these are little things that you could do right now and in your own head. And I think have this all from, which I think is the coolest aspect of what you teach. And I think that's why it's so, so great. And I, I recommend it highly. 
Thank you. Gosh, that's a big old feel good. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> of course. Well, hey, Dana, thank you so much for being on In the Trenches. We'll definitely have you back in the future. And I recommend everybody go check out danawild.com. That's D-A-N-A-W-I-L-D-E.com. And if you do slash free training, one word, you'll get her free training resources. So definitely check that out. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of In the Trenches. Take care. Thank you for listening to In the Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance, the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorkis.com. Never fight alone. Join the resistance.